Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, boys and girls, for this, the last Probo Show of 2023. <laughs> How are we doing out there, folks? That's right. It's the last Probo Show of 2023. I'm on my way to England on Sunday. I'm taking a little break. Um, yeah, I haven't had a break from the show since uh, I broke my ribs, man. So it's, <laughs> it's time I had a holiday and some time off. Um, uh, guys, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, so you have to come and join me on my various networks, Instagram at Professional Bohemian, or my Patreon at Professional Bohemian, or my um, my YouTube at The Probo Show, because I will probably post some things to keep you all up to date with what's going on on those networks. Um, a big good morning to The Bridge and um, Pedro from Instagram joining us here in the live audience, and Vero. Um, how are you doing out there, guys? If you want to be as cool as those people, it's very simple, my friends. You go to twitch.tv barra professional bohemian. Professional? Professional bohemian? Bohemio profesional, pero en inglés, guys. Come on. So this is it, Natch. This is it. This is the final show of 2023. What are your plans for Christmas, dude? I haven't asked. Uh... In Madrid, here in Madrid. Here in Madrid. Uh, watching lights. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> um, but family time, right? Like, um, yes. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, me too. I'm going to my, the 23rd, I'm going to see my uncle and aunt. Last time I went to see him, I was so drunk, I I blacked out in his, his house. My <laughs> uncle, my uncle Eric. <laughs> um, Christmas Eve with my uncle John. Same. <laughs> This time I'm going with um, this time I'm going with Izzy, so I have to behave. I don't think she's ready for the way my family drinks. <laughs> she'll after this holiday she'll have a clear idea why I had an alcohol problem. <laughs> and then Christmas Day with my cousins and um, and their kids and family. Oh, it's going to be nice, Boy. man. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Carmen? Also joining us. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Um, good morning, just refreshed. How are you doing, Bridge? Welcome, welcome. Happy Friday, says Pedro. How are you doing, Pedro? Happy Friday. Um, no, says the Bridge. Don't worry, I'll be back. I'll be back in the new year. Vera says, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. Last show of the year. I know, I know, but keep up with me on social media. I will definitely be posting some things for my um, for people on Patreon. That's for sure. So if you want to join me anywhere, I would recommend there. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There are various tiers, but you can also join for free. Um, careful not to break any more ribs, says the bridge. <laughs> if it hadn't have been for breaking the ribs, I would have had absolutely no break at all this year. So, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> um, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. Oh, Vero. Um, sorry I couldn't miss this. Oh, Carmen, loving it. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. Um, oh, look, Carmen is in bed too, says the bridge. Uh, yeah, I don't want to think about you all in bed. Show me your hands. Show me your hands. <laughs> all right, friends, last show of the year, and boy, is it a good one. I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, thoroughly, and they provided me with, ooh, one hell of a show. In today's 100 Humans, we asked them to name an image that might appear on Christmas wrapping paper. Yeah, no idea how to say that. How do you how do you say wrapping paper in um, in Spanish? Papel de regalo. Papel de regalo. Okay, so it'd be um, nombra una imagen que podría aparecer en papel de regalo navideño. Wow. How you doing, Jareon? Welcome, welcome. Then in today's uh, complete the news, we'll find out um, what Doritos, the um, potato chip, the nacho. Um, the Nacho Company, what they have um, released into the into the world, and our Christmas-themed unpopular opinion today is Christmas spirit or Christmas cheer is performative and dumb. <laughs> 
I, yeah, again, I, I have no idea how you might say Christmas. You know, like at Christmas, everyone's happy Christmas. Oh, joy. Look at the beautiful things, you know. El Espíritu y la Alegría Navideño, I think you might say. Right? Navideña. Na, a Navideña. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, son performativo. I don't know if that's a word in Spanish. I, I was looking for it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Apparently it is, but I don't know oh, the meaning. So it's like, um, son superficialis. They're performative. It's something that people don't really feel. They just do it because, you know, everybody has to do it. It's performative. It's a performance. Do you believe that? Hmm. Well, we'll get into that later on in the show, friends. But right now, you know, I'm here. You're here. Natch is here. Let's find out what's going on in the world. Um, first things first. Natch, we can be on threads now. Europe has let Facebook, they've opened up threads to the average users. <laughs> Natch is like, I don't know what threads is. Oh, great, Rob. Thumbs up. <laughs> so threads is um, Meta's, uh, Meta being the parent company of WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram. Um, threads is their version for the want of a better word, their version of Instagram. Okay, so if, you, if you're on Threads, you pract- if you're on Instagram, you practically already have a Threads account. I opened mine last night, like 10 minutes after they announced the news, <laughs> because I'm a geek and I know these things. <laughs> so I thought I'd share that news with you, but I do actually have reporting on this matter from The Verge. Threads launches for nearly half a billion more users in Europe. Um, Threads se lanza para casi 500 millones más de usuarios en Europa. Yeah, when they say half a billion, they mean the, uh, they mean the American billion. Come on. Uh, the Verge reports that Meta's Twitter competitor Threads has now launched in the European Union, expanding its reach to 448 million EU citizens. Previously launched in over 100 countries, including US and UK, Threads was not available in the UK, partly due to regulatory complexities like the Digital Markets Act. While using Threads still requires an Instagram account for posting or interacting, users in the EU can now browse without a profile. The integration of Threads with Instagram has raised concerns about the compliance with EU regulations against self-preferencing. Despite its initial popularity, there are questions about Threads' ability to retain users in the long term, especially in the competitive EU market. So there you go. How are you doing, Decoy? Welcome, welcome. Um, so there you go. Um, what, how is Threads, you're asking, right, Natch? Yeah, first thing, it was, he's just been going, how is Threads? Yes. <laughs> um, it's, it's basically Twitter, man. It's basically Twitter, but the one thing I don't like about it, that apparently they are going to launch very soon, is you can't browse trending topics. That, for me, was the whole benefit, the whole beauty of Twitter is interacting with trending topics and expanding your community. But because that option isn't open right now, it's a little bit lame, I'm going to be honest with you. Because you're only really seeing um, people you already follow, and what's the point? <laughs> um, I want to be engaged in uh, in conversations that I may not know people are having, and that's the beauty of um, the trending topics as they were on Twitter. But, yeah, apparently, according to some news outlets, um, the uh, th- threads will be will be launching that very soon. All right, so there you go. Um, bosses. Oh, God, bosses. They're the worst, aren't they? Replace them all with AI. Unless, except for if they're in charge of radio. And those guys, those ones are the good ones. <laughs> Um, bosses are using tougher performance reviews to cut workforce without layoffs because employees aren't quitting. Yeah, this is coming from Fortune. Bosses, um, los jefes están utilizando evaluaciones de rendimiento más estrictas para reducir la plantilla sin despedidos, ya que los empleados no están renunciando. Oof, tough stuff. So this article from Fortune discusses how employers are increasingly using stringent performance reviews to manage their workforce 
in response to current job market dynamics. With a significant rise in job cuts this year and a decrease in employee quit rates, um, companies are focusing on performance reviews to differentiate between high and low performers. This approach allows them to main, manage costs and maintain efficiency without resorting to mass layoffs, which ha can have a negative consequence um, like knowledge loss. Knowledge loss is when you fire someone who has a lot of experience in the company that they're in or basically has a lot of um a lot of experience. You lose a wealth of knowledge. Like Vaughn, for example, the company Natch and I work at, it's a very complex company. There are different branches and arms that all do different things. If you get rid of someone who's been here like Natch or I like or has had a relationship with the company for 20 years, you lose a lot of experience and knowledge. So that's knowledge loss. Um, and increasing anxiety among remaining employees. High-profile companies like Spotify, Citigroup, and Google have adopted this strategy with some, like Block, even email, uh, eliminating annual reviews in favor of continuous evaluation to more effectively manage the workforce. This trend reflects a shift in corporate strategy towards retaining top talent and letting go of less productive employees. Okay, here's my, um, here's my thing. Okay, here's, here's some observations. So companies are um, are using performance reviews uh, to cut workforce without layoffs. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? <laughs> Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Um, aren't the people in charge supposed to get rid of the ones that don't fit and keep the ones that do, you know? And why is this not newsworthy? Well, I'll tell you why it's newsworthy, because over the last few years, um, not only with the advent of AI, but in the digital realm, post-pandemic, post-lockdown, a lot of companies who did expensive and expansive hiring had to let go of a lot of employees. And instead of like doing reviewing performance and actually doing this intelligently, no, what they call mass layoffs. All uh, oh, you guys on the left side of the room, yeah, fired. <laughs> so basically, um, when I read this Forbes article, I read, well, employees, uh, employers are finally uh, being sensible again. Of course. You know, you keep the ones that um, uh, that work the hardest. I mean, that's... I mean, what the... Am I crazy, Natch? Am I crazy? I mean, the only thing that I find a little dubious is this um, strict performance review. Because who's to say a target is achievable? That's my thing, right? Is this an excuse to fire people without severance? Well, your target this year was to sell a thousand widgets and you only sold 10, you know? So you're fired. Is that what this is? Is that what this is, folks? Um, Pedro says, yes, but I think their point is that those performance reviews may be biased towards getting rid of employees. I've seen that, says Pedro. Yeah, that's my thought as well. That's my thought as well. So keep a weather eye out there. Um, Natch and I are fine. Natch and I are fine. <laughs> Our performance reviews. Um, I come into work on my holidays. There you go. <laughs> Can I go now? Um, all right, here we go. Next um, and final piece of news. We're going to look at the biggest company, the most valuable company um, in the world, Apple. Um, did you know that, Natch, um, that Apple was the most valuable publicly traded company? No, no, neither did I until this morning. This this comes from, what piece of news does this come from? From uh, Also from Fortune. Um, Apple se ha hecho... Tan grande que casi ha superado todo el mercado de valores de Francia. Wow. Apple has gotten so big that it's almost overtaken France's entire stock market. Think about that. That there is a company out there, like bigger than Europe's second biggest economy. I think France is Europe's second biggest economy, right? That is crazy. That is crazy. These are no longer companies. These are nation states. And we wonder why these companies have so much power, right? It's because of the money, friends. And whoever has the money has the power. Tim Cook right now, is he more powerful than Emmanuel Macron? 
It's an interesting question. Um, Apple Inc., the world's most valuable publicly traded company, has reached a market value close to the entire stock market of France, one of Europe's largest. As... As of the latest reports, Apple's market value is approximately 3.1 trillion, nearing the 3.2 trillion combined value of all companies listed on Paris's stock market. Wow. This isn't the first time Apple has matched or surpassed the value of the Paris market, as it happened several times in the previous year due to brands like LVHM and Hermes have also been performing strongly. But Apple's recent surge over 50% in 2023 is noteworthy. Yeah, you've got to worry, right? The um, the influence these massive tech giants have on uh, on European or even just worldwide policymaking. I mean, I know in the States, um, it's common to um, to have business, private interest groups, businesses, basically. You know, the oil lobbyists, that's what they call it, lobbying. I don't know how you say lobbying in Spanish. Um, lobbying. Oh, no, wait, I just wrote that in the wrong place. Sorry, I'm just um, sending a, a quick message to the translation now. <laughs> lobbying. Grupos de presión. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, there are, there are lobby, lobbying goes on in the States. It's, it's, you know, it's not even clandestine. It's open, you know. <laughs> lobbyists are, are common. Um, for the tobacco industry, for the oil industry, you know, basically, you know, if you sell teddy bears to to poor children, you don't have a lobby. <laughs> if you're killing like millions of people a year, that they're, they're the ones, they're the ones. So it makes me wonder, you know, like um, once companies start taking over the the stock market of of entire nations, it makes you wonder how much power they really hold. I mean, we already see, right, that European, Europe um, uh, entices, or parts of Europe, like Ireland, for example, entice tech companies to build their headquarters on their shores by offering massive tax breaks. My question is, like, are they offering me a tax break? Natch, have the Spanish gov- government offered you a ta- tax break? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, no, me, me neither. Me neither. I'm like, yo... We we do the Probo show, Spanish government. Do you want to maintain us on your shores? No, no. People like me and you, friends, we um, we don't enjoy the benefits many of these rich, already rich companies do. And if they're getting tax cuts, if the richest, if the most powerful are getting tax cuts, where does that leave me and you? Because it seems to be we are the ones that are subsidizing these companies. Okay, but they bring in jobs, Rob. They bring in jobs. What are you talking about? Yeah, and that's a fair point, but it still seems unbalanced to me. Um, that's maybe a, an unpopular opinion for 2024. Um, but there you go. There you go. Yeah, Apple has gotten so big that it's almost overtaken the entire um, stock market of France. Craziness. All right, guys, on that note, let's go to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Strap yourselves in for the final unpopular opinion of the year. Today's brain fat, today's pedo cerebral, pedo mental is... <laughs> Christmas spirit, or cheer, is performative and dumb. Um, what was it, El Espiritu Navideño? Oh, El, I don't, can't remember how it said, yeah? Natch is nodding. We're getting the Natch nod, so that's good enough. Nivelazo. Um... Uh, Es performativo y tonto. Yeah, that sounds a lot stronger in Spanish than it does in English. <laughs> and so, yeah, Christmas cheer is performative and dumb. How do you think people voted Natch on Instagram? Uh, I think they said false. They did said, say false. You know, that was a surprise to me. Um, a little lot. How do, where, where would you put it? Like 70%. Close. Very close. 64% false. Um... Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into this. Yeah, I I have mixed feelings about this because I, grumpy as I am, love Christmas. Oh, my God. I love Christmas. I Even though I live alone, I have a little Christmas tree in my house with lights. And you you guys have seen it if you've um, attended a show in the Pro Bowl studio. I love Christmas. I love everything about it. But 
the Christmas spirit and cheer in many cases can be uh, seen as performative. So let's get into it. The um, the Proboshaw elves were thoroughly tortured today and they provided us with some pros and cons. Let's get into it right now. So in the pro column saying the Christmas spirit is performative, uh, one could argue that the Christmas spirit has been overly commercialized. The emphasis on shopping, decorations and extravagant gift giving can seem more like a performance driven by consumerism rather than a genuine celebration of cheer. Now, all of those of you saying false, um, tell me, um, tell the elves they are wrong. <laughs> Do you think, uh, you, what's your favorite lights? For me in Madrid, Natch, it's the um, it's the lights on the building, um, on the Corte Inglés in Goya, my favorite. You know, do you think they're putting them there because they just love Christmas, happy Santa. <laughs> Of course, it's become much more commercial. And, you know, there is stigma against not having your decorations in your house. Oh, you go to someone's house, oh, you haven't got a tree up? What's wrong with you, Grinch? So, you know, I know personally a lot of people, oh, I'm going to put a tree up because, you know, I have to. The kids, the very definition of performative. Ooh, damn. All right, let's continue. Um, the expectation to be universally cheerful and festive during the Christmas season can feel forced for many, especially those dealing with personal challenges who or who do not celebrate the holiday. True, true. There are people out there that don't enjoy Christmas. I'm thinking about Andrea, particularly here, my best friend. She doesn't like Christmas. She hates it. Um... But she doesn't try and be cheerful. I don't think there's anyone out there. I don't think the cheerful police are on the street like they were during the pandemic. Where are you going? Why aren't you smiling? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's continue. It's exclusionary. Christmas cheer can sometimes seem exclusive, particularly to those who don't celebrate Christmas due to differing religion, religious beliefs or cultural practices. This can make the widespread emphasis on Christmas um, feel like feel insensitive or dismissive of diversity. Um, excuse me. Can I just, um, can I, can I? Jesus wasn't crucified on a Christmas tree. <laughs> you know, there were no sparkly lights. You know, <laughs> there was no gift giving. Oh, Jesus is dead. Here, take a, take a sweatshirt with a Christmas tree on it. <laughs> I mean, most of the Christmas tradition, as we know it, is pagan, right? So let's be straight. You know, it's a it's a winter solstice. We exchange gifts, celebrating a good harvest. That's why we have an evergreen tree. You know, it's the tree that doesn't lose its leaves or color in the worst winter months. It's a pagan holiday, you know. And if anything, it's a capitalist holiday. <laughs> so, you know, let's get that straight a second. Anyone, Christmas is for everyone, in my mind. In my mind. If you don't want to celebrate, I completely respect you, but it is for everyone. Okay. Stress and pressure. The societal pressure to participate in Christmas activities, such as decorating, attending parties, or buying gifts, can cause stress and anxiety, making the cheerful feel more obligatory, or the cheerfulness feel more obligatory than genuine. 365 days of the year, I would agree. Elves, I really would. But if you're not feeling any Christmas magic, do you feel the Christmas magic, Natch? Yes, I do. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Look, we have 365 days of the year just to be, you know, ourselves and to be a little grumpy. There's one season in the year where we can look each other in the eyes, shake hands and say, you know what? Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great time. I hope Santa brings you everything you want. And I hope, you know, you know, I hope you hear the sleigh bells ringing. <laughs> you know, there's one time of year where we can go out, work colleagues, friends, get a little tipsy. Um, uh, you know, tell people how we feel. There's this one time of year where it's, you know, almost mandatory. Almost. Because not everybody has to do it. But there's one time a year where it's normal, more to the point, to be that great person. Um, and it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. All right, let's get into the cons. 
uh, saying, no, Christmas spirit is meaningful and joyful. Um, for many, Christmas is a time for community, family, and togetherness. The spirit of Christmas often fosters a sense of belonging and warmth. The holiday season often inspires acts of generosity and kindness, from charitable giving to simple acts of goodwill towards neighbors and strangers. True story. Come on. Uh, Christmas traditions and celebrations can hold deep meaning for many individuals and families. These customs can be um, a way to honor um, family heritage. And finally, engaging in festive activities and embracing the holiday spirit can have a positive psychological effect, such as boosting mood and providing a sense of escapism. There you go, friends. That's the topic for today. Is the Christmas spirit performative? Or is it a genuine, beautiful thing? Um, I'm going to post a poll in the chat. And you are going to tell me, my friends, I see all your amazing comments in the um, in the chat. I will get to those when we get back. Uh, friends, so many things you could have been doing today on this, the final Probo Show of 2024. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. And it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Probo Show. Oh my God. If you've just tuned in, what did you miss? Uh, we looked at threads, finally threads launching in Europe. Uh, threads being Meta, the parent company of Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook. Um, it's Meta's Twitter competitor. Um, right now, if you want to know what it's like, I joined um, I joined yesterday evening. It's um, It's a little dull. Until they until they launch, I don't think I'll be using it much until they launch their um, uh, their trending topics section because until you get those trending topics, it's a little dry. If I'm honest with you. Um, next, bosses are using tougher performance reviews to cut workforce. Uh, a worrying trend there, as um, as outlined by Fortune.com. And final, finally, Apple, the company Apple Inc. Um, has gotten so big, it's almost overtaken France's entire stock market. Wow. And then after that, we went on to talk a little bit about um, uh, the influence of business in government. Uh, kind of, uh, yeah, it's a worrying thing. I don't think it's to the net benefit of we, the citizens, but um, it's definitely something to debate maybe in 2024. And then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion which is Christmas spirit or cheer is performative, performativo. Uh, let's see. I wanted to read some comments. Uh, you guys in the chat doing amazing work. I wanted to read some of your comments right now. Um, don't mess with Christmas, Rob, says Pedro. <laughs> I'm actually, you know, I did post the opinion as it was, but I love Christmas. Now, something you should know about me. I spent, apart from last year and this year, the last eight years, I've spent Christmas alone in my apartment with my dogs. <laughs> and then I went home, and then probably about eight years before that, I spent Christmas alone. I've spent more Christmases as an adult alone than I have with family and friends and things. Especially when you're an Anglo in Spain and you don't go home. All your friends do. You're just alone, right? I still love Christmas. I love Christmas. There is a magic to Christmas. If you don't think so, that's fine. That's fine. I respect that. I respect that. Um, but as with all things in life, it is what you make of it. Now, sure, I could have been alone in my apartment. Oh, poor me. But no, 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 no. I spent whatever money I had to get some delicious food, you know, <laughs> decorate my house and feel that Christmas spirit. It's not gonna. It's not gonna come looking for you. You have to go looking for it sometimes. Um, so I'm a big believer in that. In that whole Christmas spirit and Christmas cheer type thing. So anyway, let's get on. Um, continue with your uh, messages. Vero said some people really enjoy Christmas, especially children. It's a time to enjoy the family, and if 
um, and if, in addition, there is an extra celebration, such as, for example, a birthday, it is much more enjoyable. Something different um, is that afterwards you end up exhausted. Yeah, exhausted and fat in my case. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm looking forward to getting home to my mum, Natch. I'm going to be me mado. Oh. <laughs> no one, no one me, nadi me mima, come on me madre. Oh my god, that's a tongue twister. Dude, and that was 100% Rob, eh? Oh. Nivelazo. <laughs> uh, let's continue. Um, uh, to Mr. Beanish, says uh, the bridge. Pedro says, I think it's, I don't think it's postureo, brilliant, performative, postureo. I like that. Oh, can we get a nivelazo for Pedro? Nivelazo. I admit it may be awkward if you don't have children or fam uh, children, family or friends around you, but don't blame Christmas for that. I know it's not your case, Rob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I'm kind of on the same page with you in this, Pedro. Um, you know, you will get out of most things what you put into it, you know. And yeah, those years where I spent Christmas alone, I didn't have to. Um, uh, I didn't have to decorate my house. I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to buy nice food for those days. I could have treated it just like any other day of the week. But I didn't. Because there are so few chances, um, so, so few times in life where it's normalized just to be happy and polite and charitable and kind. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Christmas is a special time of the year. Um, Deloon, how are you doing? He says, hello from Tunisia. Hello, Deloon. Okay, let's continue. Um, Urs, hi there. I don't really like Christmas, but my son is coming back for Christmas, and it's amazing for me to have him for a couple of weeks. That, for me, um, that's, for me, the Christmas holiday feeling, and it's totally worth it. Oh, can we get a Probo approved for Urs? Probo approved. Um, I too love Christmas, says the bridge. Merry Christmas to you all. Oh, this is so, it's such a lovely Christmassy show. Merry Christmas to you all, especially for you and the Natch. Thank you, Urs. Merry Christmas to you too. Oh God, these the the warriors. The warriors are on fire today. Thank you, audience. Um, I'm suspicious of people who hate dogs and Christmas. Just saying. Yes, it's a pagan and a capitalist holiday. That's why it works exactly. <laughs> I mean, all right. If you want to, if you want to call it a Christian holiday, you can. If you want, it's not. <laughs> I mean, Jesus wasn't even born in December. Just like check it out. It's not a. It's not a Christian holiday. If anything, it's more of a capitalist holiday. If you want to dive into the traditions, it's pagan, right? It's for everyone. Just enjoy it. Um, anyway, continuing. Um, uh, long time no see, Urs. Yeah, it's nice to have you back, Urs. All right, so there you go. I mean, I did get some messages on um, on the old Instagram as well. Let's check a few of those out. Naomi um, uh, reached out to me. She says, I get where the idea comes from, but I don't think it's at all performative. The Christmas spirit can really bring out the best in people. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Derek, honestly, a lot of it does feel like going through the motions. People spending money they don't have all because it's Christmas. Look, you don't have to. The Christmas spirit is not about how much money you have or you spend. Again, you're talking to someone who has spent more Christmases as an adult alone <laughs> than with family and friends and people, right? It's not about the money you spend. Christmas spirit is about the way you interact with people and the world for a couple of weeks out of every year. It's a smile on your face that you otherwise wouldn't have. You know, it's an awkward moment where you bump into someone and you say, Merry Christmas, and a smile um, explodes onto their face. That's the Christmas spirit, folks. That's the Christmas spirit. And all right, is it performative? Well, we can get into that in a bit. But no one's going to tell me it's not. Um, it's not. It's going through the motions. If for you the Christmas spirit means, oh, I'm going to get socks again this year and, uh, and uh, oh, I don't want to buy a tree, then fine. It's not about what you buy. It's about what is living inside you for those moments. Ellie says, it's a bit of both, isn't it? Yeah, there's a performative side, especially on social media, but there's also a genuine joy and creativity in how people express themselves during Christmas. Uh, and finally, Lucas, um, he's, I'm a chef. I see lots of genuine emotion in my restaurants. 
Um, uh, friends laughing. Sure, it's some aspects are performative, but at its heart, there's real warmth and joy. Lucas, invite me to your restaurant and the Natch. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Uh, it doesn't matter. Tell us where it is and invite us to a meal. <laughs> is that cheeky, Natch? Please, please invite us to a meal. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see, Vero, you'll be missed, Pedro, have a nice day. Ah, Pedro's going. Sorry, guys, I need to leave. No worries, Pedro, have a great Christmas. Um, all right, the Christmas spirit is free, says the bridge. Can we get a Probo approved? God damn. Yeah. Probo approved. The Christmas spirit is free. It's completely free. It costs you nothing to say Merry Christmas. Absolutely free. Put a smile on someone's face and it costs you absolutely zero. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. So let's, um, let's see what you guys said. Right. So I, I, um, I put on, um, Instagram, but oh no, sorry. I put here on Twitch for you, our audience, our decision makers today's unpopular opinion, which is Christmas spirit or Christmas cheer is performative and dumb. And you guys said, Seventy-five percent false. Woo! All right, let's backtrack a little bit, shall we? <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a big performative element to the Christmas spirit, isn't there? Not every morning you wake up and you're in the mood to be saying Merry Christmas in the coldest part of the year when you have to spend money you don't have on presents. I get it. I get it. I get it. I know I've been there. How did I get over that? Simply by being honest with people and saying, look, I don't have the money for this. <laughs> Can you just not get me anything? I won't get you anything. You know? Can this not be about giving gifts and about spending time with each other? Um, for, for a few years, for about eight years, I held a... Um, uh, uh, an orphan, an orphan Christmas dinner. Did you know that, Natch? For for the Anglos that stuck around Madrid, uh, the um, the the Madrid the Madrid orphans Christmas dinner, um, and it was wonderful. And there was no gifts. It was just about having a meal, having a drink, sobre mesa. Um, that's Christmas spirit, guys. The Christmas spirit is absolutely free, you know. And I understand how it can feel superficial. And sometimes it can be performative. But then there is that thing of fake it till you make it, right? I mean, there have been years where I've um, uh, thought back, years that have been hard and difficult, memories, people I've lost. But then you fake it till you make it, you know? You fake it till you make it. Because it costs nothing. A smile costs nothing. It costs nothing to put one on someone's face. So, yeah, sure, it might be a little performative, but I don't think it's dumb. If anything, it's probably the most important part of Christmas. Not the tree, not the church on Sunday, not the presents, not Santa Claus, not the three kings. The most important part is sharing, um, uh, yeah, is sharing and kindness. And that, my friends, is the essence of the Christmas spirit for me. Um, uh, thank you so much. That was a great unpopular opinion. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Uh, Cameron here says, I don't uh, I don't agree with 100 humans, but I'm happy to see the results. Um, you guys are helping me re reconcile with Christmas today. Ah, thank you, Carmen. Good. Good, because it's a magic time of the year, man. It really is. Or at least it's as magic as you want it to be. I mean, that's, that's the truth. All right. So it was a long walk to work today, guys, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk... I encountered 100 humans, and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, name an image um, that might appear on Christmas wrapping paper. Name an image that might appear on Christmas wrapping paper. Nombra, nombre un, una imagen que podría aparecer en el papel de regalo navideño. All right. Um, I asked on Instagram as well. Wow, we, you guys were on fire today. I asked on Instagram as well as you guys in the audience, but always. First things first, my friends. We go to the Oracle to kick us off. What do you think, Natch? A Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. Um, by the way, 
um, all you guys on Instagram. By that, I mean uh, Carmen, Eric, McVia B, uh, Materio Oscura, Vero, Pilar, that's all folks, Ravdos, Coco Lavanda, CJ Barbas, Pedro, Nessa, and all the rest of you. Thank you for participating. Christmas Tree, Pedro, Nessa, um, who else? <laughs> uh, McVia, all say Christmas Tree too. Um, the bridge in the chat says Christmas tree. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Well done. Um, okay, let's see. Holly says um, uh, says the bridge. Holly. Holly. Holly is, um, uh, I think you say acebo. Is that right? Holly. Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. Killing it, Natch. Killing it. You didn't you all see me typing there, did you? Not perfect. Holly. Acebo. It was in my head. Never mind. Um, so Christmas tree is there. Holly is Holly there? No, it's not. Um, it's Coco Lavanda agreed with you though, but sadly it's not there. <laughs> CJ Barbas says you're enslaved elves. <laughs> Am I enslaved elves there? No, they're not. CJ Barbas. <laughs> Um, let's go back to the chat. Reindeer. A reindeer from Millie Molly Mandy. How are you doing, Millie Molly Mandy? A reindeer. Is a reindeer there? Mm. Ravdos agreed with that on um, Instagram, as did Vero. A reindeer. No, it's not. What? Um, but she goes on to say, Millie Molly Mandy goes on to say, and Santa. Santa Claus. Hmm. Papa Noel. Santa Claus. Pilar agrees with you. Ravdos, Vero, um, McVia, Carmen. All also said Santa Claus. Is Santa Claus there? Well done, Millie Molly Mandy. Yes, it is. And with 30 of 100 humans, it's the number one answer. <laughs> well done. <laughs> You guys are killing it today. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. We have a star. A star. Um, who else said star? McVia, Eric. Yeah, McVia and Eric in the um, uh, on the Instagram poll. They all said stars. Is a star there? No, it's not. What? Um. Okay. A Christmas cracker, says the bridge. Oof, I don't know. You say Christmas cracker. Those things that you pull over, over Christmas dinner, they're cylindrical. Eat, you and a friend grab a side each. You pull inside as a hat and a little toy. Do you know what, what are those called in Spanish, Natch? No idea. No idea. <laughs> Christmas cracker. Is Christmas cracker there? Hmm. No, it's not. What? Do these people know anything? Christmas cracker is not there, but it was a great answer. All right, let's um, let's continue on. Uh, where do we? Where are we? Um, okay, ornaments, ornaments, meaning on the Christmas. I think that falls under Christmas tree. Um, candle says decoy. Candles is candles there? Bellas. Candle. Yes, it is. Well done. It's actually the seventh most popular answer. Candle. Well done, sir. Um, three of a hundred humans said that one. I didn't think anyone would get that. Okay, um, where else? Balls, says the bridge. <laughs> I think you mean baubles, right? <laughs> Just balls. That would be like the weirdest, grossest <laughs> Christmas decoration paper ever. <laughs> What are these hairy things? Don't worry. The castañas. <laughs> Balls isn't there, Bridge. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had to be here for the last show of the year. Looking forward to more in 2024. Happy Christmas, Rob. Happy Christmas to you too, Millie Molly Mandy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you guys are awesome. Jeez Louise. I meant spherical Christmas ornaments for the tree. Okay. Got you. <laughs> Decoy says snowflakes. Snowflakes. 
Are millennials there? No, I'm joking. Come on. Are snowflakes there? Yes, they are. Decoy on fire. Snowflakes are there. Um, it's the fourth most popular answer with 12 of 100 humans saying snowflakes. Well done, guys. Um, all right. There are a few here that no one has got. Um, in the in on Instagram, we had Father Christmas crackers as well, cartoon characters, gifts. Good answer. Um, uh, Ravdos, Holly, Christmas tree, snowflakes, reindeer, Santa, gifts, um, presents. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, you guys need some help. All right, thank you all you guys on Instagram who interacted with that. Let's give you some clues. All right. Um, you in in. At least in English custom, and I think it's made it here, you hang these on the fireplace and Santa fills them with candy or gifts. Do you know how you say that in um, in English, Natch? Uh, socks. Yeah, well, we call them, weirdly, we call them Christmas stockings. And it's there. It's the sixth most popular answer. Well done. That was a difficult one, guys. Oh, we've got some answers in the chat. Millie Molly Mandy says... A snowman. A snowman. Is a snowman there? How do you say snowman? Hombre de nieve. Muñeco de nieve, no? Yeah. Snowman. Is snowman there? Yes, it is. <laughs> Millie Molly on fire also. Well done. All right. Okay, there's one more to get. Stocking. Someone said that in the chat, did they? Oh, I missed that. My God. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry, sometimes it's hard to keep up. My bad, my bad. Ah, yeah, Urs said stockings. Oh, Urs, can we get a Probo approved for Urs? Jeez Louise. Probo approved. Sorry, sorry. And I see here, Vero says nativity scene. I nearly missed that one. A nativity scene. Is it there? No, it's not. Okay, I think this is kind of very American. I mean, I know of it as a, as a British person. But it's not really tradition for us. But it is something you would see on um, uh, on Christmas wrapping paper. It's a hook in shape. It's hooked in its shape. But it's curved on the top. And it's decorated with red and white um, uh, stripes. Diagonal stripes. What am I referring to? It's edible. Woo! Do you know what it is, Dutch? I don't know the exact name. Sweet, the kind of sweet. It's a kind of sweet baston de caramelo candy cane. Well done. <laughs> All right, that's today's um, 100 humans. So I asked them, I asked them today, 100 humans, to name an image that might appear on Christmas wrapping paper. All right. In position number seven, we had candles, velas. In position number six, with five of a hundred humans, we had stockings, Christmas stockings. Uh, medidas? No, all right. Uh, medias, but I think in Spanish we say calcetines. Calcetines, navinas. Yeah. They look more like socks than stockings, right? In position number five, we had a snowman. 11 of a hundred humans said that. Muñeco de nieve. In position number Snow, oh, no one said this one. Oh, did they? Snowflakes. Yes, yes, they did. The koi. Snowflakes. Copos de nieve? Oh. Que nivelazo. Que nivelazo. In position, only been here 20 years, guys. Come on. In position number three. Um, a candy cane. Um, baston de caramelo. In position number two. Al bol de Navidad, a Christmas tree. And finally, in position number one. We had Santa Claus, Papa Noel. Well done, guys. Vero also identified correctly. Candy cane. Oh, guys, I think we only have time for maybe one. All right, let's go to complete the news. Complete the news. Okay, guys, this is complete the news. I'm going to give you a real news headline. Um, and you guys, this is from The Messenger. And you guys, well, I'm going to leave out some important information from this news headline. And you guys, with the three options I give you, will complete the news. Okay, so here we go. 
Doritos introduces a nacho cheese flavored blank. Doritos presenta sabor a nacho, a queso nacho en blank. So it's a thing that they've launched that's nacho cheese flavored. Doritos introduces nacho cheese flavored. Is it A, alcohol? Is it B, a vape pen? Vapeador, I think you say, right? Uno de estos, you know, for people who are trying to quit smoking. Or is it C, a Christmas cake? Pastel de Navidad. A, B, or C. Doritos introduces a nacho cheese flavored blank. Is it A, alcohol? Alcohol. Is it B, vapeadores? The vape pen? I think you say un vape as well, no? Or is it C, Christmas cake? Pastel de Navidad. Nacho cheese flavored Christmas cake. Sounds delicious. Ooh, A, B, or C? The answers are coming in in the chat. What do you think, Natch? Um, B. You think um, B, um, a nacho cheese vape. That would be an interesting one, eh? I've tried that. Have you ever tried a vape? Only once, I think, or twice. Por curiosidad, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. I have. They make me cough more than the actual cigarettes. I've got to be honest with you. I cost, man, I'm going great. I actually saw an Icos um, salesperson in the in the Stanco, in the tobacconist the other day. And there was a guy she was trying to sell to. And I helped her out a little bit. I'm like, I'm honest, honestly, dude. <laughs> I used to smoke like 20, 30 cigarettes a day. Now I'm smoking 20, 30 of these things. And they're more expensive. <laughs> but I don't cough. <laughs> All right. Um, wow, it's a three-way tie in the chat. You said B. You'll be the tiebreaker today, Natch. B vape pen let's see okay so here we go doritos introduces a nacho cheese flavored the answer is a alcohol well done well done um only who got that carmen got that one right well done it's been an amazing show today we could have done a lot of things but instead of doing those things we've decided to spend the time with you rob and it means the world to us merry christmas that's from ours ours you're the best Guys, thank you so much. Um, it's been one hell of a year. Um, it's been amazing. Uh, I've enjoyed the show. There are much more of us than ever before. Downloading, listening. It's an absolute honor. Um, guys, there are so many things you could have been doing this year. But instead of doing those things, you've taken the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. And it means the world. Have a great Christmas. See you in 2024.